from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I love this time of the year because it's actually started early. The tournament, I know the tournament started on Tuesday. Shout out to Pitt. And we had first four games last night too. But because the first four started, or the first four had happened last night, and Nevada is in it, we've already started Whew. my favorite part of the NCAA tournament. See? Your conference is a fraud. And there's also a Clemson element here, too, that I want to talk to. But I do feel like Clemson and Nevada, the other Wolfpack, and maybe they could have beaten this Wolfpack because they were they were crushing the other Wolfpack, the NC State Wolfpack. But this is the time of the year where all the teams that felt like they deserved to be in the NCAA tournament are looking at other like teams on the board and seeing what they did to be like, Psh, oh, so this is the team that get it, got in over us? And there's a larger issue here with the Mountain West where all season long we've been hearing about how, well, clearly the metrics show you that the Mountain West is better than the ACC and they deserve these multiple bids. And yet another season where the Mountain West has teams that flame out of the NCAA tournament. Metrics darlings, but when push comes to shove in the tournament, they can't win. It's just a little old school RPI formula magic. Yeah. Right. Nevada, I mentioned this yesterday. They didn't belong in the field. The only reason that they're in the field is because the selection committee every year reserves one spot in the first four for a team outside the Power Five conferences. It's, it's the truth. Look it up. Look up every year that there's been a bracket filled out. That's how the first four works. The, the thing about that Nevada did well was they scheduled well. They didn't play any teams above, I think, 198 in Norfolk State is a really good MEAC team. That's the only one they played. Of their 13 non-conference games, only seven of them were at home. So there are lessons to be learned from the Mountain West, mm -hmm. but I do think ultimately their performance in the NCAA tournament now, I, I, Brian Ives had the stat today, I mean, they haven't won a game as a conference, as a conference. collectively, mm -hmm. and they're getting three and four bids per year now yeah. because they've figured out Oh, you mean the RPI still kind of sort of works? And if you have some of your um, efficiency metrics, I think that's the one part that the ACC fans have kind of not really taken a hard look at this year. None of the ACC teams were really good in efficiency numbers. Even Virginia in defense was off this year. So I think there is some of that. But I think ultimately, and here's the thing, though, Joe, I, I'm not upset about what Clemson did in the NIT because my attitude about the NIT is the NIT is like college. It's sure. what you make of it. Sure. You want to go in, join a sorority. You want to go in, join 8 million clubs. You want to be the president of the Future Scientists Club of America? Awesome. Yeah. You want to go, you want to sit in your dorm room and play video games? Awesome. That's what the NIT is to me. I know it's, it's a, it's a choose-your-own-adventure. I'm not going to tell you how to spend your time in college. Mm -hmm. You make the most of it the way that you see fit to make the most of it. I don't care that Clemson had a 15-point lead in the first half yesterday and lost to, checks notes, one of Bill Clinton's favorite teams, Moorhead State. Mm -hmm. See what you did there. A little early for some of that, but you know what? Your juices are flowing My all the time. My juices are blowing. No, so one, one last note about the Mountain West uh, and their losing streak. There's been some qualifications for the Mountain West as a conference who has not, as a conference, has not won an NCAA tournament game. People will point out 2020, the tournament that didn't happen, and I'm pretty sure that San Diego State was supposed to be a two-seed in the NCAA tournament that year, but obviously we know the tournament did not happen. Are we, That's how 
to 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 borrow a phrase from the youths, you're that down bad that you're going to try to well actually what's been going on in the Mountain West on a technicality. Like, well, 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 I'm sure that San Diego State team would have won some games in the NCAA tournament. How do you know when all the other data sets have shown you that they won't or they won't go very far in the case of San Diego State? Now, to Clemson. I guess the the issue that I have, to your point, the the NIT is what you make of it. Totally agree with you on that. But the saber rattling that came from Brad Brownell, he was angry. Okay, cool. He was frustrated. I get it. You you felt that you were a deserving team for the NCAA tournament. Let's address that first, okay? It almost feels like he just felt like NC State shouldn't have been in. We beat them by 65 <laughs> points at home, away, Look, and man. in the NCAA tournament. And I get where he's coming from, man. <laughs> in a house, in a mouse, I'd be in mad. a box with a fox. I'd be mad, too. Like, <laughs> hold up. I beat these scrubs all the time, and they're the ones that are going. I totally get where he's coming from. But I got two issues with a team like Clemson and, and coaches like Brad Brownell who do this. First off, when you are in that pool and you lose to a team like Louisville in February when you have no business losing to the one of the worst teams historically in college basketball, you have lost the argument to say that you are deserving. In fact, there's probably 10 teams or more once you start dis- discussing who's deserving. Look, you are way more immersed in the brackets than I am. At what point do you think, out of the 68 teams are in the NCAA tournament, where do you think the drop-off actually is? Is it at Team 20? Is it at Team 25? You mean in terms of legitimately having a chance to win the tournament? A legitimate chance. Yeah. It's interesting because in, in college baseball, which mm-hmm. you know we tangentially follow, they want to expand the field because Mississippi State was one of the last teams in and won the tournament. Yes. And that was their argument. Like, hey... They were one of our last teams in, and they just won this thing. So we need to put more teams in. Mm-hmm. And that that conversation has filtered to the basketball side, both men's and women's, where they're like, we need to have 25% of the 360-plus teams that we have in college basketball. Sure. And I understand that argument. To your point, though, of the teams that can legitimately win this thing, there are more this year, Joe, than at any point, mm-hmm. to, be, to be perfectly honest with you. Because normally every year, there, if you look at Ken Palm, and I do believe in the in the Bible of Ken Palm when it comes to the NCAA tournament, you got to be in the top thirty in offense and defense. And this year, I believe there's eight of those teams. Yeah. So that's more so that's more than really any other year. Well, the the other issue we're comparing different sports with baseball. Hey, man. Oh, it's you're voodoo. as you're as well. A, it is voodoo, but you're as good as the next day's pitcher. Or in the case of your bats getting hot, I mean, so I think baseball is a little bit different than what we see in basketball, which which is a little bit more consistency, uh, one through five. But my larger point here is that what when we start losing our minds over teams and the back end of the NCAA tournament, you're all deserving and you're also all not deserving. You're all kind of the same, and some decisions have to be made. And I'm not quite sure what getting you to 96 is going to accomplish. Coaches like Brad Brownell find themselves in really, really bad spots in the same way that teams who make bowl games at 6-6 six and six or 7-5 and five find themselves. Cool, you, you got to this point and you can check that off your list, but expectations are different throughout. Brad Brownell might find himself out at Clemson because of the way that these seasons have gone for him. And it's whether he made the NCAA tournament or not, and we've seen this at other places, oh, cool, you made the tournament, but did you win in the tournament? 
do you consistently flame out in the first weekend of the NCAA tournament? Brad Belladon's going to retire at Clemson. They don't I care. don't know, man. They don't care about basketball. Man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I'll be I'll be curious to see how the, re- how the I'll plays qualify out for that me. with as long as Dabo's still there kicking all kinds of A, Clemson is not going to divert any sort of resources. And you might hey, be right. Hey, Brad Rodell, you're an awesome X and O coach who doesn't ask for anything. You're probably right. Awesome. And hey, you, you just keep and, doing and, what you do. And you know what? To your point, he is in the Homeboy Hall of Fame because he did get that they disappeared that assistant coach who brought up Zion Williamson and the, the mm-hmm. football and how they recruit with haste. Like, oh, <laughs> whoa, 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 hey, 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 don't say that's what football does. Get him out of here. Anyway, go Google that one, kids. But I'll I'll wrap my point about Clemson and, and how you talk and, and how you position yourself. If you feel you were deserving in the NCAA tournament, well, then you should probably win some games in the NIT. Instead, what Clemson ended up doing was having the exact thing play out that's played out all season for them and proof that they didn't belong in the NCAA tournament. You got some pretty cool wins, but you got some really bad losses. You're a wild team. You are not consistent. You are not a team that can string together some some wins in the NCAA tournament because you couldn't even string wet wins against bad teams this year. So, no. Bye. That's why I'm, I'm more upset at what Clemson did than I am Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech wasn't out here complaining about, oh, man, what's going on? We, we belonged here. What's going on? It's like, eh, you know what? We didn't make it. We're in the NIT. They got beat, and here we are. The Jets fans in the listening area who really wanted to hear Mike Greenberg break down all of the things that Aaron Rodgers said on the Pat McAfee show, he's still not a Jet yet. We'll give you an update if he's if he ever becomes a Jet. And when you're a Jet, you're a Jet till the end. Okay? When you're a Jet. That's right. Anyway, we're, Jillio and I are sitting here in the studio and we're watching... You know, we got ESPN on on both screens. We got Get Up on one on ESPN two. We got the uh, first take on ESPN proper. We got the NCAA tournament starting up in about ninety minutes or so here on ninety nine nine The Fan, which is why we're on the air right now. And what are they talking about, Joe? They are not talking about the NCAA tournament. They're actually rehashing. As if it was the middle of the pandemic, as if we just, the last dance just dropped and we had nothing else to talk about. Right, right. They are rehashing all of and parsing all of Aaron Rodgers' words from the Pat McAfee show. But, but Joe, but Joe, but Joe, Aaron Rodgers texted Adam Schefter back, lose my number. Good try, though. It's hilarious. See, see, here's Aaron Rodgers talking about it. Maybe. Schefter, would I text him when he somehow got my number and texted me? You know, I didn't respond to Diana Rossini, I think her name is. Yes, like, Diana. You got my great work. Well, but like, I would say the same thing that I told Sheffy. Sheffy, lose my number. Ooh. Nice try. <laughs> Whatever. Like, he doesn't know who Diana Rossini is. This dude knows who all these guys are. All of them. Because he can't help himself. What did I tell you yesterday? Once we know the compensation, we can talk about Aaron Rodgers again. But yesterday on. we had to talk about him. Yeah, because I'm serious. not talking about Aaron Rodgers today. So let's talk so about the bracket. We give actually, me something else. We actually went to uh, we went to the governor's mansion earlier this week. Uh, Roy Cooper released his bracket today, and he's got NC State and Duke advancing to the Sweet 16. But as we started the conversation, he was still kind of deep in his feelings. Still kind of deep in his feelings about. The, the the Tar Heels, the, the men's team, not being in the NCAA tournament. Here's going to be another good year of predictions. I have the feeling. 
Because I like I'm, what you have so I'm far. so sad about my Tar Heels that you got to pour your soul into what's left. You know, I, I was curious if North Carolina had gone to the NIT, would we be doing an NIT bracket instead? Oh, absolutely, we would have. <laughs> sure, yeah. You know, it would have been maybe the most important tournament going on. But we actually anyway. printed out an NIT bracket for you, but then we opted not to. You got it. tired of it. Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. Before you, I see, you I see what you did there. You opted out. It. Well, since we're on the topic, and before we get to this, we know you're a North Carolina guy. How did you feel about the way the season yeah. went and the decision to not go yeah. to the NIT? Yeah, I wanted them to go because, you know, I, I felt like they, they needed the work. Some of these guys may be back next year, mm -hmm. ending on a down note like that. But clearly these guys were out of gas. They had faced immense pressure all year, 19, 20, 21-year-old kids uh, not living up to the really particularly in retrospect, but even then the unrealistic expectations that they faced, mm -hmm. I can understand. And, you know, Coach Davis, if the kids don't want to play, and I can understand why they didn't, then they made the right call. But I would have loved to have seen them go. So we go to the NCAA tournament instead, where NC State and Duke are in it from the triangle. And I they see that you have them advancing to the Sweet 16. I like this. Yeah, well, you know, it's it, – we. we got five teams from the ACC pit mm -hmm. down there. I don't know where they will go. I don't have them going that far. But, you know, we've got some good teams that I think could, could make some noise. And we'll, we'll see with my predictions. So, right, let's do it. Let's start know, up there in the South. You know, this, this UVA team, I really like. Mm -hmm. I saw them. They control the tempo. They, they do that better than anybody. Alabama has got a, the best player in college basketball, they're young, they're athletic, they're great. But I'm going to start out by picking UVA wow. to upset Alabama, uh, the num number one, like right this. there. And then, of course, you know, I've got NC State beating Creighton. That will not be an easy game. No. It's sort of a toss-up game. Before you continue, yeah. though, as a, Carol as a Carolina guy, do you still, when you see the name Creighton, do you think? Because Joe, Joe got a lesson. <laughs> Joe got a lesson this year about Ethan Raggy. Does not, that yeah. is that still a sore subject? I, I, you just block out stuff. Like that. Fair enough. Just Fair block enough. it out. Block it out. The what? And, Roy, and, Roy's done, Roy Williams has done the same thing. He's tried to block out there because he really liked that squad back then. Well, Creighton's an up and down team. We don't really know what uh, NC State's going to see, but uh, I just love the guards, Joyner mm -hmm. and, and Smith and. DJ Burns I, has been a rock star. Burns too. down, but down low. I, I, NC State, if they if they get in the groove, mm -hmm. I was I was surprised they got beat. So, what is it about Clemson and these guys? <laughs> what is it? Vexing. Combined it, it, 65 points between three games. I, it makes no sense. Mm -hmm. But you got you got to take that as an aberration because they've never been able to play Clemson well. I thought that NC State could make a good run in the tournament, but this it'll be this tournament. So All right. I'm, I'm going to pick in this, this battle will be a battle of the guards okay. with, with, with Baylor and NC State. But I picked NC State to do that, to, to win that game. That's Governor Roy Cooper. His full bracket is on their Twitter account. Obviously, we'll have it on WRAL.com as well. It's the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovias. Uh, Giglio showed up with an NC State pennant, a Duke shirt, and some full steam beer. A Road to Nowhere is what the name of the IPA was. Uh, I do know that the governor still has, I reached out, my sources have informed me that the governor still has the beer. Good. The NC State pennant is somewhere 
but the shirt was gifted, gifted, yeah, to the budget chair yesterday. Yeah, love it. So, <laughs> although apparently I I heard from the husband of the budget chair that well. Good for me that the shirt yeah. was too big, so yeah. I get to wear it now. So it's a it's really a nice shirt. I'm not yeah, going to lie yeah, to you. You, didn't, you did like, not skip on that. <laughs> I'm an excellent gift giver. Yeah, where'd you get that shirt? Oh, my, I, the Garner Dicks, man. Ah, you got to go with Dicks and Garner. I see, I see. That's I was actually I hoping for an ACC champion shirt was what I was, my ah, original goal. Yeah. But, yeah. you know. There you go. Probably had to go to Greensboro or Durham for that. Speaking of uh, speaking of the Blue Devils, uh, they had some media availability yesterday. They're in action today. Six o'clock tip for the Blue Devils. And Jeremy Roach is the experienced guy here. Uh, that was kind of the storyline coming out of the ACC tournament and how he's helped kind of guide them. And here's Roach on what he's taught the young players to get ready for another NCAA tournament. Really, it's, it's a new season. Um and not to worry about, really not to worry about any other game, but what we have to do on Thursday. Uh, so just locking in on one game at a time, uh, not looking ahead, around 32 or Sweet 16 like that, uh, just keeping the main thing the main thing, and uh, we'll be good. Keep the main thing the main thing. 